Welcome to Living Fullness, a podcast where two unusual friends explore all things friendship, relationships, and the Christian life. My name is Dina Constantine. And I'm Father Sean Burns. And each month we bring you a guest, someone who will share their experience and strengths with us, helping us to learn, grow, and to live life to the full. back to yet another episode of Living Fullness. As always, we are super excited to have you guys here with us. Absolutely. We're very blessed to have a guest with us today. Uh, Stina, would you introduce would our guest for to. us? I would love to. Today, we've got a good friend of mine, Grace Yukich, who is also part of the Virtue Ministry team here with us. So welcome, Grace. Thanks, Stina. <laughs> Thanks, Father. I'm Very super good. excited <laughs> to have you here. Grace, we've known each other for several years now. Yeah, we have. Um, above six, but I'm not entirely certain how many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're about a week off from like our friendship <laughs> anniversary <laughs> beginning. So. We do have a friendship anniversary. That's <laughs> nice, true. Nice, nice. Pentecost yeah, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, really cool. Pentecost yeah. Vigil. Well, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. But we, and we celebrate it liturgically. Yeah. Their liturgical anniversary. Like it doesn't yeah. Yeah, right. necessarily get celebrated on the same date every year. That's How cool a bit is that? Of trivia okay. for you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So Grace and I have known each other for a super long time, and there are some particular strengths that I don't want to reveal just yet because we want to talk about um, in the episode. So we'll go into that then. But I thought perhaps the place to start is Grace. Would you like to tell us a bit about yourself? You know what you're doing at the moment, where you are, where do you live at the moment? Uh, sure. So at the moment, um, I'm living in Albury. Um, I've lived in a lot of different places over the years and I think at the moment I'm living with my 20th housemate <laughs> ever. Um, so I've lived with a lot of different people over the years. I'm a GP, um, GP registrar. So I have my final exams for that in July. So I'm mm-hmm. studying for that at the moment, but I'm working as a GP. Um, what else? What kinds of things do you like to do? What do I like to do? Okay, well, I do, I mean, I do really love to pray and I love to hang out like in my parish and in the church. Um, I really like being creative. So I really love writing letters and making cards. It's one of my hobbies. Mm. Um, and I like sewing and uh, crocheting and anything like I've well I recently started doing a little bit of watercolor but now Ooh. with the study for exams I'm not doing oh. so much of it, but I'm hoping <laughs> sure. after exams I'll get into more watercolor but yeah I love doing creative things with my hands it's very different I mean there's a lot of creativity in medicine actually and in being a um, GP working with people it's always creative but I, I love to do in my spare time make things with my hands and try and make things that are a little bit beautiful um it's cool yeah it's a it's an uh, it's really good for me yeah 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 yeah. Um, I guess there's two questions there that I'm thinking about. You've, you've tapped in there on how both medicine and the things that you like to do in your leisure time are both creative. Perhaps maybe you can talk a little bit about what drew you into medicine then? Like mm. what uh, was it? Well, uh, that's kind of a – I don't have a great answer for that, to be honest. Mm. Um, I think I just uh, – like I went into it so long ago when I finished school and like – when I was in high school, I tried really hard at school and I simply wanted to help people. So it was just something that I got encouraged to go into. And when I was at uni, to be honest, um, 
I was involved in lots of different things and I probably didn't and I struggled a lot with studying medicine um if you know me well you'll you'll know that because I talked about it a lot at the time and I've spent time out of it and I've gone back into it and so I haven't had the most straightforward path but I think now at the end of the day now that I'm doing it and I'm into the more hands-on side of things and practical things I just kind of see it as integrated into my life and Mm. I see how it's really great because I get to meet Jesus in every patient that comes to see me and I I really get I feel like I'm so blessed because I really get a glimpse into like who Jesus is by meeting different people Mm. and being allowed into their life and they'll reveal things to me that it's such a privilege to to know yeah, so I guess with yeah, so with medicine, to be honest, I went into it not giving it heaps of thought. I was mm. pretty young, but I mean, you know, most people are when they finish school. And then I had a pretty rough roundabout, um, you know, it's a not not straight line sure, path. Sure. But now I just see it as it like it's a job, but it's also mm. I love people, I love caring for people, mm. and I just see it as kind of just in the mix something I do. <laughs> do you feel like your roundabout path has has been able to assist you in the way that you care for people uh yeah I think it I think it definitely has I think um or a lot of people in medicine have a much more focused straight path and it's not that common to go and do different things like I was a youth minister for like a year and a half and I'd already become a doctor so it was it was something that some people didn't understand or they commented was a bit strange but it's not common to do that kind of thing, but but now I yeah I think it's all God doesn't waste anything, and mm. he he um I think the more I go through, the more I realise that my my our life isn't meant to be compartmentalised. It's all like it's all through God. It's all through prayer. It's all through mission, ministry, loving others. I just see everything getting more and more mixed in my life. If if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. Integrated. You've used yeah. the word integrated yeah. a few times. I think yeah, integrated is a very good word. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. 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 Mm. Were you always Christian? Was I always Christian? Well, yes, in the sense that I was baptised when I was a baby. And I grew up in a Catholic family. Uh, but it wasn't until I was about 16, 17 that I... I had a conversion experience and I really, my life really, um, everyone's different and some people it's gradual, some people have a dramatic experience. Um, for me, um, I didn't, I went from not knowing God to, to knowing God and to loving him and to just completely falling in love with <laughs> Jesus and the church and yeah, it was a, it was a dramatic change for me um, and that was, yeah, around the time, 16 um, 17 and it was through going to World Youth Day in mm-hmm. Sydney um, that really changed it for me and yeah being being in Sydney going to this thing called World Youth Day that I initially said no to um, a few times actually nothing could have prepared me for the joy that I mm. encountered there um, in getting to know the Lord and in seeing others um, who were on fire for their faith for the first time that really impacted me yeah so it was 2008 so, yeah, it was 2008. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, had my 10-year wow. anniversary. You know, it's been, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. not really, but yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so was I always Christian? Like, yes. 
Um, but I, I think for me, um, I had a, a much deeper encounter and it kind of all got activated mm. um, in 2008. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Um, and since then, you've also mentioned that you've been involved. You were a youth minister for a year there. Mm-hmm. Were there other ministries and things that you got involved in from then? Like what, what sort of helped you, I suppose, you know, to, to become closer to Christ and to enter into that ministry space? Like what, what was that like for you? Uh, I think for me, um, I had that experience when I was in late high school and then came back home and um, I grew up in a really small town called Baruga. There's not a lot happening there. Like there is, but um, as far as meeting other young people who were into their faith, there wasn't really an opportunity for that. And then when I went to um, when I went to uni in, in Sydney, um, there was a Catholic society there on campus that I got involved in and I met um, some lay consecrated women who I became good friends with but also um they sort of invited me into lots of different ways to serve um others and Mm. I started helping out at retreats and camps for young people and things like that and I I sort of I was able to do that all through uni I was at uni for six years and I I loved doing that uh, yeah in in whatever time that I had sometimes occasionally at the expense of study but (laughs) usually I was able to do both but sure. I just loved it and I still yeah. love it like yeah. I still and um yeah parish missions in Sydney I got um got invited to and I just love it's always I think it always was sort of evolving I think initially I was a first year uni student wanting to meet people like I'd met at World Youth Day mm. because they were like this is back in my 17 year old mm. mind like they were like normal and cool and um, fun, but they were also like had this joy, this really mm. cool joy that I'd never seen before mm. because they knew the mm. Lord. So I was looking for people like that at uni because yeah. I needed sure. to make yes, friends at uni. Course, so that's what I was looking for. And then I found those people in, um, yeah, in the Catholic Society, in the chaplaincy, a daily mass on campus and mm. in like, um, yeah, and in these ministry sort of settings as well. So initially it was kind of, I guess it was friendship um, and companionship that sort of drew me in. And then um, through that, I think getting to know um, the Lord mm. gradually more and more, um, I guess the the drive became more like him. Yeah. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure, yeah. sure. Uh, so friendship kind of <laughs> impacted your your yeah your faith journey. It sort yeah, of led yeah. you closer. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Mm. Yep. Mm. Yep. Finding like-minded people. Mm. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Mm. Cool. Since we sort of had met Grace, there obviously you've you've known about my involvement with Virtue Ministry and and things like that, and and. I shared, you know, my progress in that with you as a friend. And Mm -hmm. then after some time, I approached you with a question of, would you consider joining the team in a very specific capacity? So I thought maybe now's a chance to have a bit of a chat about, you know, what your role is within Virtue Ministry and what you personally get out of that role. You know, what do you you benefit from from being in there and and why why be involved? Like what what drew you to it? Yeah. As I sort of just journeyed through um, life, I, I became, I, I spoke about, you know, initially um, 
like friendship as being a real driver for me and it still is I still am a pretty social person I love my friends um but I think as I went through and I did some more world youth days um as like more as a like um more as a leader and did sort of different projects and things and got more and more outside my comfort zone I realized more and more the power of prayer Mm. um and and really like as I went from doing things where I was part of a big team and had lots and lots of support where I wasn't feeling so um inadequate (laughs) um I I, it took me a while to I remember once um I was I was um running a um alpha um, program at my parish that I was in at the time and it was just starting and it was quite I just felt like oh my goodness I don't know who's going to turn up mm. and I had no resources mm. and it was just like one of those yeah. awful like you have mm. like a um, sinking feeling yep. and I messaged a friend um, about it and just said oh look like I'm doing this thing can you pray for me and she said she messaged back and she said Grace do you feel inadequate um, and I said oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. Right. I do. Why are you drawing attention to this? I don't need to be reminded. And then I was like, yeah. And then she's like, Grace, that is perfect. That is perfect. That is exactly where you need to be. You need to now ask God to come, ask the Holy Spirit to come because it's about him. It's not about us. Mm. And that was a huge like turning point for me in like realizing that um, just the role of the role of God in what we do. Yeah, like, yeah, surprise, yeah. surprise. But yeah, yeah like yeah. the role. And so I, I became like I've become more and more convinced of just the power of prayer. Just the how much we need to rely on prayer for anything we do to be successful in any way. Yeah, I think I think I kind of just started getting more and more passionate about prayer, and um, and like I started. Oh, this is a side note, but like, I, I, I don't know. I started getting more passionate about it. And for me, like, I don't know. It's funny because people say, what's your hobby? And prayer for me is almost like a hobby. And that's not oh. to trivialize it. No, 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 it, no, no. But no. it's like, no, prayer is like something I'm passionate yeah. about. Like people are passionate yeah. about um, cars mm. or like horse riding or football. I'm passionate about prayer. So, um, so when um, Steen asked me if I would join Virtue, ministries I'd already been praying for virtue ministries for a while because I I thought it was a really important um ministry and I thought it was really um you know fulfilling a gap that was there and I thought it was something really um just really vital in our the way things are today Mm. so I already kind of had that in my heart and I was praying for you guys and then when Stina asked me um it was beautiful because I hadn't been asked to do a role like that before mm. to be like a prayer person, mm. prayer mm. coordinator, um, and it fit my it fit my season at the, and my, and my current season now of like I don't have like now I'm working full time mm. like it's, I'm living a bit more of an adult life now. It's <laughs> um, a bit more like you know have a lot more just daily responsibilities and just living the mm. daily grind. But um, so that that role of praying and being an intercessor like it it suits where I'm at the moment and it also is something that I I'm really like kind of honored and Mm. um, humbled Mm. to be able to do because it's yeah so important Mm. this is a markedly broad question yeah that's right Um, (laughs) how do you pray oh Father Burns (laughs) (laughs) uh well 
I mean, I love prayer. I love prayer. The more I, the longer I have been, like the, the longer I follow Jesus, the more I just realize for myself. And I have to remind myself every day that like our life is about prayer. It's this beautiful treasure that we have as Christians that we can, that we can talk to God and commune with him and kind of access all his graces. And, you know, the, the, the veil of heaven is so thin. Like we live so close to heaven, like heaven's like right there. (laughs) And yet it's so easy to live as if heaven's way up there and we're down here and we've got all Mm. these things to do. And the more like, so, okay, so how do I pray? Um, I have a few different favorite ways to pray. Mm -hmm. Um, I really love reading scripture. I think that's probably my like bread and butter Mm. um, because it's like it's God's word um, to me and I I have to like sort of gnaw at it and and chew it. So I don't read heaps of the Bible every day, but Mm. I I pray with the um, daily mass readings of the day. I love journaling. I have a journal here actually. I love journaling. I love getting things out on paper and it's that kind of, I mentioned before, um, I love um, making cards and writing letters to people. So yes. it makes sense that I love to write letters to Jesus and to mm-hmm. even make, I'm really passionate about um, like having a, um, closer friends will know this about having um, like a prayer space in, in the yeah. house or mm. in my room yeah. and making it beautiful and um and I see that as an act of prayer, to like an act of devotion, like making it beautiful, changing the colours depending on the season, mm, mm. writing words of the week or words of the month. and ha- Like I love that kind of thing. Um, I love um, the divine office. I see the divine office as like a bit of a hinge of my – it's kind of like a hinge that opens the door up to – Living my whole day as a prayer. Like sure, if I've got the divine sure. office as like these like yeah. kind of like foundation poles, like really strong um mm. what's the yeah, like a column, like a really yeah, strong yeah, column. Yeah, yeah, That's sure. like a yeah. divine office for me. Sure. Um and then I love daily mass. For our for our just just, just <laughs> for the sake of our listeners. Uh, the, the, the the divine office. Oh yeah. Well, um I mean you could probably explain it better than me, but the divine office is like um uh, a daily prayer um, and it's it prayed at different times of the day so there's a morning prayer an evening prayer mm. um, a night prayer and there's there's others too but mm. I mean often as a lay person morning evening night they're sort of the main ones yeah. and the prayers are based on the psalms um, sure. so it's and it's there's a set of prayers for every day mm. so and it's prayed by um, the Pope and the bishops and the priests and the clergy and nuns and religious and lay people and it's like kind mm. of the official prayer of the church, which is beautiful because you're not praying it alone. Like even right. if yeah. you are alone in your room, in your bedroom praying it, you'll never – I think mm. that's really cool. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's wonderful that lay people are participating in the in, in the divine office. Priests and bishops and deacons, are, we have to pray, which sounds bad. We, 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 we are obliged to pray, which sounds even worse now that I've said that. <laughs> but, you know – we should want yeah. to pray it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your, but but it's also yeah. part of our yeah. our our uh, uh, promises or vows. Uh, but uh, it's it's wonderful for a layperson to be able to pick that up and to make it, uh, as you've said, a hinge for her day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I I've had to like balance of um, structure and unstructure in my prayer life. Yeah, so I think it's really good for me to have like set routine structure things so that yeah i feel that they 
act as hinges and they kind of open the doors and if I'm able to do that with God's help then the doors are open and then I can just commune with God in mental prayer or you know personal prayer throughout the day sure really sure sure yeah mm. having those hinges there it gives you then the space to be creative with mm. the rest of your day and to allow mm. the rest of your day mm. through that creativity mm. to become mm. your prayer yep so yep. you sort of live yep. that out which is so beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And this is this is one of the reasons why I had asked you very, mm. you know, a couple of years back now if you would consider taking on that prayer coordinator role because your life is so focused on and centred on prayer that you you live that yeah, God's out. God's very in such merciful. A be- <laughs> yeah, but you but you cooperate with that. That's very yeah, yeah, yeah and you cooperate yeah. with that beautifully. And having you on board on the team has been such a blessing to be able to not just you know in in my own. Um, my journey within the team, but also for our teammates as well to be able to, because I mean, not only do you pray for us on your your own terms and, and on your own, but you call us up and you pray with us. Like you check in on us and that's really you know, cool. making sure that we're doing okay. And is there anything else I can be praying for? You know, that is so vital, I believe, in mm. a Christian ministry to have someone that journeys with you like that. And so I, I firmly believe that is one of your strengths that you bring. So if it's okay with you, we might explore that. Sure. If you're all right with <laughs> cool, that. Cool. What does, you know, uh, and I, I'm going to term that prayerful accompaniment. Okay. Yeah. Does yeah. that resonate with you in any way? Like what would that mean to you? I think for me, um, God's really had on my heart that my prayer needs to be real. Um, I think it's easy Sometimes, and I've done this before, to see people and be like, oh, I'll pray for you. And then I forget because Mm. there's so Mm. many people I Mm. say to pray for. And then I can pray and I can talk to God and say, oh, and I pray for all the people I said I pray for. Um, Which is like he hears that. Um, I I think for me, I've just kind of felt to really make it real to pray for people and if I say I'm going to pray for someone actually pray for them and so um I have a lot of like um I have a I have a few different books where I write down people's names and intentions and things like that if there's someone who really needs prayer I put their name up in my prayer space so I can pray for them um I didn't always do this but I think I've tried to when I'm with someone yeah actually they've told me something and it's like, oh, wow, I'll pray for you. Okay, let's go. Like, yeah, sure. Like, let's do it. Sure, sure. And, hold off. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and it's kind of, and it's interesting because I don't, I think as Catholics, sometimes we don't do that as much. Mm. Um, mm. I'm engaged to this amazing um, man of God and a man of prayer. And he's someone who um, is really amazing in the way that he, like, if there's a problem, he'll say like, oh, we should pray about that. And then he prays then and there Mm. and a few times like that's happened to me it's kind of like it's kind of a bit confronting because I'm like I'm really upset about this or this is going wrong and then he said okay we should pray about it I'm like okay yeah yeah we should pray about it but not thinking and then kind of going into the heart of it and be like okay let's go like dear god like like it's very powerful Mm. um and so yeah through him being on the receiving end of it it's kind of uncomfortable at times, but it's also, it's so healing and, and like, because it gets you out of that spot and yeah. out of that misery, like, or 
um, you know, rather than saying, okay, I'll pray for you, but the person, you're leaving them there. (laughs) You're leaving them there. Like, why not pray for them right right away? And and I I have friends who, who say, oh, I can't pray. Like, I can't just pray in front of other people and speak, do a free form prayer. I can only pray our fathers and hail marys i love that like i love those prayers mm. but i think it's really important for us as catholics to be able to pray like yeah. v- freely for others and ask the holy spirit to help us praying the divine office is as i said it's a hinge because the the divine office has um like intercessory prayers mm. um at the end and those prayers are beautiful. Like they're incredible, aren't they? They yeah. are beautiful, and I think <laughs> yeah. I've learned from them because it is a bit daunting sometimes. Kind of, oh, I don't know the words to say. I don't know what to pray for. But those intercessory prayers have really it helps you know how to pray for others. And oh, we pray for our leaders, and we pray for homeless, and we pray for those. Like it covers all different yeah. people and all different needs. So. It gets you op- it opens you up to those things and mm. it kind of you practice saying the words and I think from that and other ways too, like not just the divine office, but you it's the Holy Spirit helps you and yeah. those yeah. structured hinge points open you up and mm. then you're able to yeah, call someone up and say I'd like to pray mm. for you. Mm. Um, now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love this now and business. Yeah. I love this yeah. now business yeah. because it's yeah. so often we're like, oh, there's this issue going on, and I must pray about it. But first, let me worry for twelve hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or let me stay yeah. in this. Yeah, yeah. let yeah. me be angry now. Yeah, let yeah. me be hurt. Let me stay. Let me cry. Yeah. Um. Or or like a really happy moment. I'm so joyful. This is so great. Congratulations. Congratulations yeah. on you know, like your new baby or whatever. And like, we should thank God for those moments. Yeah. It's so important to thank God. And we'll say like, okay, I'll thank God when I am praying, when I, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. my prayer time, yeah. which is over here, which <laughs> yeah. is in this compartment. No, like it's so easy to forget to thank God for things. And so, yeah, thank him right now. Say yeah. a prayer right now. Would you like me to pray for you right now? All right, dear Lord, we thank you for your new baby. We thank you for you know this friend's new baby and for bringing this baby into the world safely and all those things like yeah just do it like (laughs) (laughs) you don't know what's going to happen either yeah yeah, exactly you don't know like you've only got now you've only got today you've only got today like Mm. yeah yeah jesus prayed for people like yeah jesus prayed for people then and there when he yeah he did yeah Yeah. when he encountered them Mm. yeah So what about for someone who who who's like you said before, who's not accustomed to this? Their normal go-to prayers is the formal set prayers that they're used yep. to reciting. Yeah, yeah. Where do they start? Well, I say good on you for praying and for having those beautiful formal prayers that you know by heart. Like God loves that, um, and they're really good. Like they're really good, and they're really good starting point. Um, remember that Jesus is fully divine. Jesus is fully human and he wants to be our best friend. He wants to, you know, he wants to have a relationship with us. And so talk to him like you talk to a friend, listen to him. And if you can do that with, with you and him, then you can start praying for other people in a spontaneous type of way it can be really simple like dear god please bless stina bless her day Mm. um help her be with her haven't used any 
No, that's big right. words or yeah, like it's not like that's the right. friend that you're yeah. praying for will yeah. not and mind and probably won't even um, notice. And you, you can, just saying a simple prayer for them, yeah, you can like they can do it. everyone can do it. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. you touched on this before that sometimes we yeah. can be. For the record, I think um, you're quite normal, Grace. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you're awkward at all. I'm just thinking about you know that that person who's out there who's who's listening to what Grace is saying. I want to be able to do that, but I feel really awkward being you know that person in my friendship you have circle any that goes you in general. Would, yeah, I, I <laughs> would say like with you will you will not be yeah, I think I'm an awkward person. It's okay. <laughs> like awkwardness prayer, is okay. Always my answer. I think prayer um really does sort of um what's it called? Tie us together, bond us yeah. together. Yeah. Like we yeah, it's like I guess you're you're one example, but there's other people too, Steen, of people I don't get to catch up with in person all the time but we do pray for each other pretty intent like intentionally Mm. and you can tell like when we do catch up it's like we haven't been apart that long Mm. and I think when you because when you're praying for someone you're loving that person so if you're praying for someone every day like that's an act of love for them every day that's really um that's that's not nothing and that's actually we as people who believe in God, we believe in heaven, we believe in miracles, we believe in the supernatural, mm. in all of that, like we, we should believe that that is potentially, that's more powerful than catching up in mm. person. Yeah. yeah. So a, a lot of the time I think with my, I mean, just for me personally, like I've had to learn that because I've moved around a lot and had to start afresh a lot and had a lot of times where um, I haven't been able to see my closest friends and I've had times where I felt lonely and struggled with isolation. Um, I've had to learn, like, I, I can pray for them. And it's not like, oh, okay, I can't see them. Well, I'll just pray for them. <laughs> it's like, no, like, I'm here and I can I can pray for them. And that's the that's the best way I can love them mm. because that's God. Like, that's God, like God's doing it really, yeah. not me. And, yeah. like, God yeah. can give them more than what I can give them. So... I think almost, almost for me, God has separated me from people physically so that I could start interceding for them more and praying for them more, and mm. that's mm. brought us closer and helped me to love them more too. Mm. Like it's grown, it's grown my heart. The bond is no longer amicability. The bond is 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 the Holy Spirit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah that's great. <laughs> mm. All right. Well. You sort of touched on this a bit earlier, mm-hmm. but how how do friendships, particularly those 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 close friendships that you have, such as Stina mm-hmm. here, and how do those influence your life for the better, and how do you see them leading you closer to God? Uh, I I love my friends so much, and I'm so blessed. <laughs> like I'm so blessed by friendships in my life. Honestly, like mm-hmm. I'm so spoiled. And I see, I love that everyone has different gifts and everyone mirrors Christ in a different way and they show me different aspects of Christ. Um, I love that, like, I've really been ministered to by my friends. I think God's really spoken through them. I think God's really, like, cared for me through them. A few years ago, I had sort of committed to something and then it hadn't worked out in the way I was expecting and I ended up needing to move to Sydney 
and I didn't have anywhere to live and I didn't really know what I was doing with my life at that moment. I I knew a girl who um, was living in this house with, with other um, young Christian women and I, I ended up moving into this – we called it the convent because we were all young, single <laughs> Catholic <Sorry>. women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was basically like a, a girl's household and sure. moving in there was like – God knew exactly what I needed at that time and just the healing that I got from them and the mercy that they showed me and the love that they showed me, like that, like I I don't know how I'm going to handle heaven. Like if that is how, like if that is the compassion that he shows through these four girls who are mm. human, mm. like I, like, whoa, like Father, yeah, when we meet Jesus, like, like <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I really, yeah. So it's a real, it's a real way that Christ ministers to me, and then it's a real way that I feel that I can love others, mm. like, um, by yeah, accompanying people. It's a good way to put it. God honestly is so generous with me and ridiculous yeah. and it needs to overflow. Like I'm not that big. I can't contain it all. My heart is so small. <laughs> and so really I see a lot of, yeah, like it's it's overflow. It's overflow. It needs yeah. to overflow into, you know, into other people. So that's, yeah, otherwise I'd probably, well, yeah, otherwise I'd drown. So it's like, yeah, we love because he first loves yeah. us. Yeah. 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 Mm. Awesome. Awesome answer. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is one aspect that you think is important to live life to the full? <laughs> I think prayer. <laughs> <laughs> I think prayer. And I think like um, prayer is such a gift. Um, I think it's it's easy to talk about it. It's harder to do it. Um, our lives are so busy. But prayer is a is a sanctuary and prayer is drinking from um, this stream that never runs dry. Prayer is our rest. It's our energy. It's our source of grace. It's our source of life. Like it's it's essential. Otherwise, I mean, without it, we're we're going off our own strength, and and that's not like that's just that's just tiring that's just impossible mm, it's yeah. hard and i said before like the veil of heaven is so thin like heaven and earth just as i've seen like elements of my life become closer and mixed and mingled i see i think i see more and more of heaven here on earth and it's not like god is closer than we know mm, i think mm. god is closer than we know and we have these amazing graces and mercy that he wants to give us. Um, and and it's not like if we approach him, if we kind of just open, uh, sometimes I think of it as like we're in a house and we, there's a front door, but we've locked the front door and Jesus is knocking on the door. Then he'll go, like he'll go to the windows, like he'll go, <laughs> like he's trying to get in. Yeah. We just have to open like a little crack and he, yeah, he wants us to taste heaven and mm. like experience little foretaste of heaven now. And so to live 
life to the full to do everything else that we ex- like we need to do to to work and to keep up our relationships and families and to like um eat and sleep and exercise and I don't know like all other elements of life I just see like their source is in Christ and mm. we access Christ through prayer like through um yeah through like yeah tapping into the heavenly realm it's it's mm. right there mm. yeah 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 I like that a lot but you know the the the, the whole you know uh, the veil between heaven and earth is very thin. Mm. I think it's, that's 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 very true. It's a very mm. a very um, yeah yeah incarnational yep. spirituality. Yeah, I yeah. feel like there's meditation for me to sit on with that. Like yeah, to take that away. Yeah, for sure. For, that's, yeah. for sure. Beautiful. Mm. You're preparing for marriage. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What stage of preparation are you up to? Uh, well, we, um, we're, we will marry in less than four months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's getting a bit closer. I think we've been engaged for maybe four, maybe about four months. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So we're kind of like halfway there, I guess. All the practical things are pretty much organized, like mm-hmm. the Yay. church is booked and <laughs> well the dresses and all those things. Yep. Yep. Uh, the music. And, yeah, we've been really blessed um, to have some really good uh, marriage preparation kind of things that we've been able to do. We did a program called um, Prepare and Enrich. It was really, um, really great. Um, A beautiful Christian couple who've been married for like 50 years did that with us. Great, great. Um, And it was very practical, lots of of focus on communication and personalities and all those types of things, um, I highly recommend that. And then uh, just recently during Lent, we met um, every week with uh, Father Joel Wallace, my parish priest, with some other engaged couples and we did a Bible study mm-hmm. um, Yeah, during, during Lent looking at um, marriage in scripture and kind of uh, um, reflecting a bit more deeply on sacramental meaning of marriage and... Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it's been we've been super blessed with our that's awesome. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Prepare and enrich. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Good program. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's lots of good stuff out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we might even be able to link something to the. Yeah, we'll yeah. Oh yeah. Link it in the yep. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Grace, for oh, coming right. here. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Gracing us with your presence. <laughs> thank yeah, you. That's right. Grace has graced us. Oh yeah. Wow. Oh, Grace, you can say Grace. Oh. Oh, you're so funny. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it has been an absolute pleasure having you here. And I'm so thrilled that our listeners and our viewers on YouTube have been able to meet you as well. <laughs> um, if you would like to hear from Grace, Grace being our prayer coordinator, you can jump over to the Virtue Ministry website and sign up to the Prayer Tribe. Mm. And Grace, mm. Grace actually keeps in touch with our Prayer Tribe and um, lets us lets the people know about what they can actually be praying for. So if you'd like to be part of that, make sure you make sure you do that and join that mm. as well. So to end off with this episode, we're going to just throw some rapid fire questions at you, Grace. <laughs> yeah. Just answer the very first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Tea or coffee? Uh, oh, 
this is a really hard exercise <laughs> for me because I'm usually like um, a bit tea, tea, sorry. Tea, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. yeah. Uh, who's your hero? Uh, John the Baptist. Oh, uh, <laughs> I like it. No, you can love, love him. I like love it. him. Yep. What's that about? You got no. You got to show more now. <laughs> I thought it was just too. Great. Yep. But no, that's, that's too interesting. Oh, I just think he's so great. I just think he's like Bear Grylls, but in the Bible. I just love how he's like in the wilderness, or tough, or manly, like eating locusts and stuff. I really dig that kind of stuff. And and more importantly, he has such a clear mis- um, mission, sense of yep. mission, yep. sense of identity. Like my job and my purpose is to lead the way to Christ. And I just love that. Like, yeah. Yep. Beautiful. Yep. Men take note. Yeah, yeah men this, take this note. Is, this is Model, what, honestly, he's my Bible this is what crush. Apart is. from Jesus. <laughs> this is he's my Bible crush. Sam knows this. Sam knows this. Um, yeah, I love John the Baptist, my hero. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Right. <laughs> I love it. What's one of your pet peeves? Um Oh, I do have one. I just have to remember what it is. I was talking about it the other day. <laughs> I because I was saying it, I was like, oh, um, when people write the date or they say the date, um, the American way, sorry, Americans, but when it's like, um, the month. when it, it should be, it should be the 30th of August, mm. not August 30. Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. This is. Yeah. So, okay. Yep. Okay. Noted. I know Noted. it's quite particular. It's, 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 it's particular, but it's also just, it's, it's showing me that you're a much better person than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I have a list of pet peeves that are that are, are just. It's, I it's, probably yeah. have others too, but that's one that's, that uh, really, yeah. yeah, that one got to. Yeah. Um, um, what is your favourite thing about your career? Um, getting to hear people's stories. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, what would you sing at karaoke? Look, if I'm in the, the right mood, <laughs> if I'm in the right mood, I might get on a bit of like Usher or like maybe just oh. do a bit of a rap gangster kind of thing. But <laughs> it only like it doesn't come out very often. But okay. yeah, okay. I like to do a bit of like, a bit yeah. of a bit of. But, oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. that's awesome! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. that's brilliant. Here's a karaoke setting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, exactly. sure. Gonna do it. You exactly. may as well. Yeah, yeah. Go the whole hog. Sure, shock value. Sure. Yeah, go to sure. shock value. Oh. What's the most out there thing you've done? I'm not really sure. I went in one of those like motor taxi things when I was in Peru. They're meant to be not that safe, but it was super yeah, yeah. fun. Yeah, they've mm. got like three wheels and oh sure. Um, they just kind of go around and I don't know. There's all these. Sometimes there's like stories on the news about them. They just take you anywhere and like kidnap Ugh. you or whatever. But it, it was fun. I was very safe <laughs> on mine. Yeah, <laughs> I'd been warned, but I did it anyway. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's your favourite thing about your fiance? Oh, um, so many things. <laughs> I have lots of favourite things. I really love how uh, he really he's he really loves God. He really loves God. He's very honest and he's very patient. Yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. 
Awesome. Beautiful. <laughs> Again, thank you so much. For oh, thanks yeah, for having me. It's been super fun. If you like, it's just been a chat. It's been wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah thanks so much. Wonderful. So thank you, you guys who've been listening on our podcast or watching through our YouTube channel. We hope that you've enjoyed having Grace here as much as we've loved having yeah. Grace yeah, here. Cool. Uh, if you would like to follow our Instagram page, jump over to Living Fullness. If you'd like to follow us on Facebook, find Virtue Ministry. But as always, until next time, all of our love and praise. God bless.